1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
0: You're excited. Rob's clearly excited. Greetings, loyal listeners. You're listening to the Blowhole on FinSider Radio. This evening you have myself, James Radio, and my trusty co-host, the Robcast. Rob, how excited are you for week one NFL 2021?
1: Oh my God. It's not even it's not even. It's not. I'm I get nauseous. I can't sleep. Not safe.
0: Not safe for this podcast.
1: No, it's crazy. And sorry if you guys heard that you are on deck. Um, we, we're we're all James and I are finishing up multiple drafts here tonight. <laughs> as starting this, I just took my Dolphins defense. I was very happy. And uh,
0: that so we're not going to really make this podcast done. about our fantasy drafts, Rob. You need to pay attention to the things that I'm saying. I'm finished. And the listeners are not going to know that we're both doing separate fantasy drafts while we're while we're doing this podcast. So I thought we'd start things off this evening by maybe a little Dolphins 20, 2021 season preview. What do you think, Rob? How does that sound? Super Bowl.
1: Oh, sorry. What was the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe we can break down the schedule a little bit. The 17 weeks is really kind of throwing me off. I don't know if I like it. I like the extra football, but geez, just make it 18. Like, don't. I don't like, like don't it. Make it a, don't make an odd number. I, you know, I, it's, it's I don't like.
1: I don't like it. I don't. I think sixteen was fine. These guys are getting hurt. It's like I, sixteen was fine. You, you you know what? I would have rather keep it at sixteen. Add add a second bye week for everybody. Stretch it out so we have more football to watch, but the same amount of games. Just more weekends of football.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I don't. I think the important thing is that there's an even number of games.
1: That is the not idea important. of a
0: team being nine and eight just sounds wrong to me.
1: Nine and nine is even wronger.
0: That's that's fine. I'm sixteen is fine too. It's just got to be an even number. Like I need like. No, you know, I I don't want guys getting hurt. I want
1: I want I want healthy football players.
0: Uh, It makes sense. I mean, even if they, I mean, if they were going to like add some bye weeks or something like that, like maybe, but I, I think it's, I thought 16 was kind of perfect to be honest. So I think that's, I think we're agreeing with each other and we're just talking in circles now. Yes. But for this evening, I think we should kind of walk through at least, you know, the 17 games that the Miami dolphins are going to play and maybe talk a little bit about what we were seeing, you know, in the preseason and how the team looks and how we feel about the team. So in the past couple of weeks, I know we took a week off in, in uh, last week, but you know we we broke down how we feel about the offense. I think we're intrigued by the uh, possibility of this team being good, and we both feel really good about where our defense is at. Um, the major question mark remains on on the offensive line, and and I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. I think we're actually going to be pretty okay up there. And the biggest question I have in my mind is, can Tua lead this offense? What do you think, Rob?
1: That is so far from the biggest, the really from my biggest concern. I know Tua can lead this offense. Again, I'm it's to me it is that offensive line, right? I'm it's you need to be able to run the ball. Not that, that we're a run first team, but like that takes pressure off. He needs he also needs to be protected, right? He can't be running for his life. But I believe, you know, the offense that we will have will be quick throws. It's going to be set up. They know the offensive line can't hold up. And the fact that we've got guys, you know, like Waddle, he might be have he might be huge as like, you know, take two steps, hit him and let him run. You know, I think there's gonna be a lot of three step drops and quick quick reads and quick throws. And I think Tua can totally do that.
0: All right, let me ask you this. Was the offensive line a problem last year? Oh, God, yes. Really? You didn't think so? I feel like the the main conversation or what was the, the main talking point with the problem with this offense last year?
1: Well, we had no wide receivers, obviously. And there that we was, go. And that was there a huge thing. But the offensive line was a problem. That was one of the reasons Fitzpatrick was able to excel is because... He can read, you know, he's a thousand years old. He could read those defenses quick and not have to hold the ball, right? And he would get rid of it quicker. And it was hard to put a rookie without a training camp coming off a major hip injury into that fire. And
0: see, I felt I felt a little bit like Tua was holding the ball a little bit too much. I feel like he wasn't, you know, he wasn't feeling the pressure as well as as Fitzpatrick did, but he was also holding the ball a little bit too much. And he was he seemed more hesitant to throw. When guys weren't running wide open. So I don't, I feel like the major problem with this offense last year was the wide receivers. They're definitely better. I feel like the offensive line needed to be improved. Now, this is my second question Do you feel like the offensive line improved?
1: I, my heart says yes. My brain, no, I think it improved. I don't know how much it improved. Cause there's, there's a lot of guys, you know, there were a lot of snaps like, You know, flowers and Karis. Not that they were world beaters, but you know, there's there's a lot of turnover. I don't know. And Austin Jackson, you know, he's not a bust, but he's he's hasn't been what I wanted yet. He's still young, and he can be, and I'm hopeful for it, but I haven't seen it yet.
0: So we can go back. We can go back two years ago, and the offensive line was. The worst offensive line I've ever seen, and I think it might have been the worst offensive line in NFL history. That was Flores' first year when that team was just just god awful.
1: David Carr so, has entered the chat.
0: <laughs> so you put uh, the things that they did going into 2020, signing Eric Flowers, signing Ted Karras, those things that they they put in place. They drafted Austin Jackson, they drafted Robert Hunt, and then you had um, you know Jesse Davis. As kind of, you know, a, a guy that was, you know, a really good guy that was, you know, able to, to start and kind of play all over the place. Now you have you you lose flowers and Karras, and and they were basically placeholders for uh, you know Kindley and and Dieter, who's played well, right? So now you're plugging those guys in. Uh Robert Hunt gets to play guard, which is more of his natural position, and you know, he grades out as a you know a, almost an elite level prospect at, at that at that position. Austin Jackson definitely has some, some room to improve. Um, and Jesse Davis and Liam Meichenberg can kind of fight over right tackle. And then you sign a guy like Greg little, and then you bring in, um, you know, some other, uh, I, the, the center that they traded for as well, um, uh, who has some starting experience. I believe his name is, uh, his last name is Manx. I think it's Greg Manx. I'm not sure, but they traded for him from Baltimore. He started 16 games in a season before for the Texans um you know he has some ability so I I think what the what you see with this offensive line is it's a lot of plug and play right like like most of these guys aside from Austin Jackson can play multiple positions you know Austin Jackson being on the COVID list doesn't really frighten me that much because you can slide Jesse Davis over to left tackle and I don't think you lose that much and then Eichenberg comes in to play right tackle now it's a problem if one of them gets hurt during the game then you have to put in an unproven you know Greg Little who has a lot of uh potential he was a very high draft pick but you know you, you get a little thin there but overall like i think i think the offensive line is is a little better than people give it credit for i think it's definitely much better than it was two years ago i think it's better than it was last year it's young they drafted well these guys have proved they can play the biggest question for me is uh is you know is can Tua lead this offense i think he can i like what i've seen i like the way he played in the preseason i love the weapons that they've added um there's so many wide receivers now that You know, even though we have a lot of them that tend to get injured, I think they can all make plays and really who I think is going to be really good is, um, miles Gaskin. I think he's going to sneak up on a lot of people. So, um, I'm pretty happy with this offense and I I like what, what I'm seeing out of this team so far. So I'm feeling better about this team than I have about a Dolphins team in a very long time.
1: I to completely agree with the feeling better about this team than I have about any other team in a really long time. I think I'm just, I'm just a little nervous because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but that first, you know, that, that Patriots front is for real. And, and I just, I agree.
0: And, and offenses always struggle out of the, the early season games always favor the defenses. And that's a very good defense that we're going up against. Um. But that being said, I think um, you know there's a. It's a tough start to the season for this team, just in general, right? You got the Patriots and the Bills right out of the gate. Then you go to Oakland, or I'm sorry, <laughs> to Vegas to play the Raiders. Um, I think you know that they gave us a hard time last year, but I think that team's not very good. Um,
1: no, and I'm just so looking at that, looking at the the defenses that we're going against the the Patriots, Colts, and Bucks. Are three of the first five teams, and those are yep. all solid defenses and good defensive fronts. And the Bills have improved their defensive front. And honestly, I don't think their defense is very good. But I still have, you know, I still have flashbacks from the from from the last week of the season, you know, when they're when they they dis- destroyed us. So that did not make me feel good.
0: And I don't think that made anyone feel good. Any of our listeners at all. Like, so I I don't think that made any of us that are listening to this podcast feel good, but I do say, um, you know, those first five games are going to be really tough. If we come out two and three or three and two, I'm feeling really, really good about this team's chances to make the playoffs. But, you know, if we're one and four or worse, that's going to be, that's a big hole to climb out of. The schedule does get a lot softer after that. You have Jacksonville in England playing that game. Then you get the, Atlanta Falcons at home. Then we're in Buffalo again, which is going to be kind of tough on Halloween. But uh, then you get the, the Houston Texans coming to Miami. It's definitely a winnable game. Uh, we get the Ravens on a Thursday night. Ooh. That should be always, that's always hard. But it's it always, is I hate the Ravens. They kill us. I think we stack up a lot better against them this, this time around. Um, then we get the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets, Ooh. the Saints, and then we finish with the Titans and the Pats at the end. So two tough games at the end. Um, although the Patriots, you know, who knows how the Patriots are are going to look, what the Patriots are going to look like. And I believe you had something that you wanted to talk about in regards to, uh, to our young quarterback, Mr. Tua Tagovailoa.
1: It just drives me insane when you listen to all of the, you know, all of the pundits and everybody talking about the preview of the NFL. Everyone's... It's all the highest praise for everybody. Justin Herbert had a great season, so he's obviously going to be even better in year two. Um, every one of these rookies, and they look good in the preseason, and they might be good, but it's preseason. That none of them have played against the defense that has schemed for them, and yet everyone's so quick to say how good they'll all be. Yet everyone's like, oh, but I don't know if Tua can be good. You know, he was only six and three. You know, everybody knows about the offseason, knows about the injury. And nobody, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, he had a few good preseason games. He looked great in (laughs) preseason. He looked better than all these other rookies. And nobody wants to be like, well, obviously, Tua's going to make the leap. They're They're all giving it like, well, there's a chance he makes the leap. And they can all bite my feet. I'm tired
0: of it. So and you I, don't you don't think Mac Jones is going to be a superstar quarterback in this league? I think you know, he he's definitely the next Tom Brady.
1: No, oh, well he's definitely the next Tom Brady um but at this age. So like, you know, he's only got about two or three years left. And then then he's <laughs> and then he's done. It's just it just it makes me crazy. I hope you're right. I, I think so and this you you're going to have to check me on this cuz I have an irrational um I'm not like a dislike. Like I want. I don't want Herbert to be great because of all the because everyone. Oh, you should have took Herbert. You should have took Herbert. And I know he had a great season, but that was a completely different scenario. They were on a. They were a team that wasn't had no expectations. They they were a bad team. He got to play a lot of garbage time and chuck the ball around. And yes, he played well, but that doesn't mean he's going to be great. How many? how many Carson Wentz seasons and and Goff, those guys, everybody thought those guys had great one or two years and then fell off when the league figures them out. So there's no, no guarantee that just because Herbert had a good season, he's the next, you know, he's the next Mahomes and the same thing. I agree.
0: And lest we forget Tua outplayed Herbert when they played each other. Sure did.
1: And then, uh, and the other side of that is, is Josh Allen, right? Because we, everybody's, anointing the Bills as the team to beat the Chiefs and, and Josh Allen the next one. No, he had an amazing season, and he might again, but he very well might not. That, that crazy jump he took doesn't mean that could be an outlier. He he could come back to something in between last year and the year before. And that, and the, the, you— Going back years, you would always you kind of tease me saying I love the Bills because I, there I did see something. There was something about Josh Allen like he would miss a guy by a mile, but when the game mattered, he would make plays. So I know he you know he's he is a special player, but that doesn't mean he's he's going you know he's going to be his, his accuracy might have been a fluke. I'm hoping it's a fluke, but we'll see.
0: We shall see, and I I, I hope you are right. I hope it wasn't, but. That's a good segue into uh, previewing the matchup with Mac Jones on Sunday. So how do you think this is going to play out up in Foxborough on Sunday? I'm feeling okay about it. For some reason, I just, maybe it's that being a Dolphin fan where you just perpetually have that chip on your shoulder and you just, I'm just terrified that Mac Jones is actually going to be like the next greatest quarterback in the NFL.
1: So... I think these teams are pretty even, but I think the Dolphins are a better team, right?
0: The line is I've seen it at two and a half and three for New England, which basically means it's a push on a neutral field.
1: And and again, nobody knows because nobody knows what we're going to see from any of these things, any of these teams. I think this is going to be a defensive struggle. All the talk about both of the offenses, you know, and all the additions, like you said, one offense has come out slower, but two. The their defensive line is great, and our offensive line is you know maybe it's better, but it's still our weakness on offense, right? Our skill position is not a weakness; it's a it's a strength. So that might slow us down. And Belichick, you know, knows a thing or two to con- maybe to confuse two or whatever. But I think it'll be okay. But I think our defense now. I want to see how this new defense does against the run because their offensive line is very good and they'll be able to, they'll be able to run. And I think, and if they can protect Mac a little bit, he might make some throws, but I know we're going to throw some things that are confuse him, going to confuse him. So I, I think, I think that what I'm afraid of is, but you know, both quarterbacks play don't play great because of the defenses they're facing. And, and like, everyone's going to be like, Oh, two sucks. And, but, i think i think we win this game like 17 thirteen
0: okay i i would love to see that outcome um i'm not quite as optimistic as you are for some of the reasons that you called out i will say it's a little bit different than last year remember last year they went up to new england and it was literally like there was no preseason there were no fans yeah. <laughs> like nobody knew like you literally had no idea what you were getting into um with, with that game so we will i will say we we know a little bit more about what we're gonna be seeing in this game it's not going to be Cam Newton running, you know, run option down our throats the entire afternoon should be Mac Jones handing to uh, Damian Harris and whether or not we can stop them and keep the ball out of their hands and move the ball on offense. is going to be another story. I feel like the Patriots are probably going to be a little bit more put together than we are. And I feel like we're going to be seeing a Patriots 20 dolphins 17 final you get out 17.
1: of here and shut your stupid hole up
0: i apologize i know it's not what everybody wants to hear but i think that's uh we'll have the way we're going to start the season unfortunately
1: so here's here's the thing to remember their defense is kind of similar to ours you know they like to play a lot of man and they like to you know confuse quarterbacks they are without stefan gilmore so that's you know if you don't follow the Pats, just think about how you would feel about our defense if X was missing the game because he's basically their X. There's some crazy people who say he's even better than Xavier, uh, and I told those people, "You crazy? No, but he's he's excellent.
0: No and- more at his peak was he's the, he's a shell of what he was. He's not the. I mean, I, I still he's a very good football player. When he won Defensive Player of the Year, I thought that was a travesty. I, I just I mean, I, the year that Xavier Howard had last year was much better than the year that Gilmore had when he won Defensive Player of the Year. That's just, that was ridiculous. Plus, also the year he won Defensive Player of the Year, that was that that was the season that uh, we went up there in Week 17 and won with Fitzpatrick and that terrible Dolphins team that we had. That was and, great. And uh, Parker lit him up all day. And Parker didn't even make the Pro Bowl, but he, you know, had eight catches for 128 yards on the Defensive Player of the Year. Get out of here. Come on. No.
1: I know. These, these are teams. These are, you know, when you have divisional rivals like this, things get thrown out the window. You know, you don't, <laughs> you know, how many times have we, I'm have just our saying, terrible that teams? not
0: the defensive player of the year. You well, don't, you don't get lit that up. That was by a, a
1: while support. ago. A that, that, on, that
0: like, all right. That's just, that's just, you that's need to, you not,
1: need to, that's in the past. You need to, you need to move forward. Let it go. I, I won't
0: ever let that one go. Let That it was go. one of the, that's one of the worst awards ever handed <laughs> out. Ever. Ever. So you really don't, you really don't think we're going to win this game, huh? I'm not saying we're not. I mean, I just have a feeling like we're not going to win it. I think it's, you know, I, like you said, they're they're very evenly matched. There's a lot of questions. I just have a terrible feeling about Mac Jones, and it's probably just coming from my 20, 30 years of watching this team and, you know, flounder. But, I mean, you know, just have, like, the worst luck. So, Maybe this is the year we turn it around. I hope it is. Crossing my fingers. That's what I want. Definitely be rooting for the Dolphins. I'll actually be in Miami. I know the game's not in Miami, but I'll be in Miami on Sunday watching the game somewhere. Uh, I'll be at a wedding down there. So um should be fun, but uh, hopefully the Dolphins win and uh, and pull it out. But I just, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they don't.
1: So so I have a crazy question for you. I We might have broached this subject last season, but... This now now I need to talk about it this season, just before and then we can head into break. But uh, what is your feeling on? I kind of like Tom Brady right now. Uh, A Tampa Bay Bucks Tom Brady.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm a fan. Last year,
0: when we went into the season last year, I was I was mentioning that I definitely don't like. It's it's the Patriots I hate, not Tom Brady. And Um, then as the season went along, it seemed like he was a much more likable type of player and then when they had the, the boat parade after they won the super bowl forget about it yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a tom i like tom Brady.
1: well i i still live in the in the tampa bay area so i don't you know i don't root for the bucks but you know when they're doing well um that doesn't you know i'm happy about that but um, when it started you know i couldn't root for him the history of wanting to see him fail was too strong in me but by the end of that season now I'm fine with it. And plus, the better he does, the more he was the reason for winning and he's gone. So I love the fact that, you know, Belichick kind of went on tilt, right? Broke all of his rules, went and spent spent wildly in free agency like like he never does before. Overpaid, really. I mean, they got some good players, but they overpaid for every one of them. So, you know, maybe this blows up in his dumb
0: face. And that's what I'm hoping. And I mean, that's kind of what we saw, right? Like or we've seen in the off season. You know, I said that when we were doing, you know, one of our off season podcasts, was this is, this is, this reeks of desperation. What I don't like is that Mac Jones fell right in their lap. <laughs> like I, like I don't like that. Like that's, that's what makes me worry that it's actually going to work. Although I will say like they're skill position players, I I'm sorry. Like outside of Damian Harris is a good running back, but they signed two okay tight ends and some wide receivers that are, they're not bad. I mean, you know, they're they're NFL quality wide receivers. They're better than what we had a wide receiver last year. But yeah, I'm not really terrified of their their skill But they players. got but
1: who, they got our quarterback's backup.
0: They did. They did. And he said he uh he modeled himself after Tua, so I guess we'll see. Um all right, so we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to do some segments that most of you should be familiar with do some uh we'll do some NFL pick 'em where uh, I am the reigning champion and then we'll also do uh our first week of fantasy camp where I also am the uh, the reigning champion. So, uh um, stay tuned. You don't want to miss this.
1: This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down we break down who will be cutting cut
0: Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4 3 Void or hip. Here's worth the snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito And we're back. All right. So as I alluded to right before the break, we are going to hop into Pick'Em and then we'll do Fantasy Camp. But I think, you know, just I'm just very, very excited. And I, I also want to just kind of once again toot my own horn <laughs> for destroying you and pick them last year I don't know I just deleted
1: I... the files I don't think I don't think there's any record of that
0: <laughs> if only we had recorded all of the episodes from last year
1: yeah I think you'd have to go back and you'd have to go back really far to uh, listen to them and, and download them and re-listen to them
0: so we are recording this on a uh, Wednesday night um, And the NFL season kicks off tomorrow night with the Dallas Cowboys in Tampa Bay against the defending Super Bowl champions. The line for this is really high. Bucks are favored by eight and a half. Is it that um, high? That's it's eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, it started at eight. It's up to it's up to eight and a half now. So, I mean, typically in these games, I mean, it's usually the it, I, for whatever reason the the home team. In these, you know, these these season openers where the Super Bowl, where the Super Bowl team gets to the host, they usually they tend to fare very well. So, I, I feel like the Bucks are going to win and cover. Like, I'm, it's not shocking me. It just it just seems like a high, like a high, like the line seems high. But I still feel like the Bucks are probably going to win, like, you know, thirty four to twenty or something like that. So, yeah, I'm taking
1: know. the Bucks. Um, okay, I I think now, I mean, this, they brought everybody back. I think the remember they were they didn't start the season you know very well offensively but you know once they got used to each other and Brady learned a new system after 20 something years of of you know of doing that uh oh my god what's his name McDaniels what's I forgot the offensive coordinator over there yeah, Josh McDaniels Josh McDaniels so it was a completely different chuck it up kind of system with I think they're going to be scary. Now they might get injury. I don't don't know if they'll last the year, Right, but right now I think they're going to be scary.
0: Agreed. All right. Next one on the list is the Philadelphia Eagles getting three points at the Atlanta Falcons. That's kind of weird. Both teams are bad. I guess I like the Falcons. Although if there's a team that can blow a lead, it's the Atlanta Falcons. So
1: well, I I think this Falcons team will not be that bad. I think they got They have a, better defensive coordinator, uh, Dean Pease, I believe is there now. And the new head coach, uh, I, 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 I'm all over Atlanta. That, that might actually, there might actually be real money going on that, uh, this weekend.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think the Eagles are a very, very bad football team. All right. The Buffalo bills at home for the versus the Pittsburgh Steelers bills, uh, favored by six and a half. Um, I like the Steelers to cover. I don't think they're going to win, but I, I like them to cover.
1: Uh, I kind of do too, actually. Um, but, uh, you know, I was just talking about, I think Buffalo is going to regress. I still think they win the division, but I don't think they're uh this like one, a one B with Kansas city. They're, they're in that tier of everyone else after Kansas city. So uh, I, I agree. And I think, the Steelers have offensive line problems themselves, but they still think they'll have a good defense, and they still have some great skill guys. Um, I don't, I'm not ready to bury them yet. I'm not ready to throw dirt on them like some people right. are.
0: Maybe we come back to that one. We'll see. All right, Vikings favored by three at Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati, actually.
1: Oh, I will take the Vikings.
0: All right, there we go. We have one. All right, give me the Bengals plus three at home. And uh... – all right. Uh, next one, San Francisco 49ers favored by seven and a half going into Detroit. I feel like that line is pretty high given the uncertainty the 49ers have at the quarterback position. That being said, they are a very – they're a good football team and a much better team than, than the Detroit Lions. So I like the uh, San Francisco 49ers.
1: Yeah, I, I think that could be double digits and I'd still bet 49ers.
0: Yeah. Um Okay. Uh, Arizona Cardinals plus three on the road at Tennessee. Uh, Yeah, I like the Titans at home in that game.
1: I like the Titans as well.
0: Seahawks favored by two and a half at Indianapolis. This game's pretty interesting. Um, It just depends on whether or not you're a Carson Wentz believer. Um, I'll take the Seahawks.
1: I'm I'm, I'm taking the Colts plus three just because the cross-country start. All right, Um, here we go. Here we got another one. What, what I have it this three here. Do you have it as two and a half there?
0: I have it at two and a, two and a half. I see it as it's FanDuel has it at three if you want to do uh, that's, FanDuel.
1: That's what I was looking at. So, but I don't, I don't care. But
0: all right. Okay. Uh, next one Los Angeles Chargers, uh, getting a point at Washington. Basically a push. Um,
1: Love me the football team.
0: Yeah. I like, I like the football team as well. Um, all right, New York Jets getting four and a half at the Panthers. Oof, the the Sam Darnold bowl. Panthers, <laughs> baby,
1: Panthers.
0: Uh, I guess give me the Panthers. A Sam Darnold revenge game, I suppose.
1: No, this is uh, the this is the Adam Gase bounce. Everybody <laughs> who leaves Gase becomes amazing.
0: We'll see. Tannehill 2.0. We shall see. All right. Uh then you have oh god. Jacksonville at do we have Houston. to talk
1: do we, do we have to, can we just not talk about that
0: yeah that's fine next one Cleveland Browns at Kansas City this this is an interesting one uh yeah give me the Chiefs
1: yeah it's six and a half um I know some people are saying oh it'll be close so obviously the Browns are in that tier of next teams you know with the Bills and the and the Ravens and hopefully us but I don't see it. I don't, I got to see it. They, you know, they, they couldn't beat them with, with Chad Henney playing the fourth quarter.
0: So I'm going with the chiefs. That makes sense. You'll believe it when you see it. All right. So next game is green Bay Packers at new Orleans saints. The saints are going to be an interesting team to watch this year. Um, I like the Packers, uh, favored by three and a half on the road in this
1: one. Same. They're missing a little bit of offensive line, but, uh, yeah, um, too too many unknowns in in New Orleans. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, um, Broncos Denver Broncos at the New York Giants. Broncos favored by three on the road. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater going into uh, man. I I guess the Broncos got some pretty good pieces there. Yeah, I like the Broncos.
1: You know what? I'm going to take the Giants only because the Broncos have too much like buzz. The Broncos and Chargers have too much of this preseason everybody like oh look out for them look out for them i think they're going to be the ones everybody's wrong on and I, and i think the broncos have a good defense and i do love their skill position i get why people say it but i don't know i'm just going to i'm just going to put them in as the ones uh that you know that where it doesn't happen for them
0: all right so we we have our 3 Um, and you're able to tell who picked who, right? Cause they're all yeah. yours.
1: They're all yours picks.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. That makes sense. Cool. Well, let's go through the rest of the games. The uh, Chicago bears at the Los Angeles Rams bears getting seven and a half.
1: Not, I enough. think
0: the Rams, I, I think the Rams are going to be very good this year.
1: Yeah. Their defense will probably take a step back, but it'll still be very good.
0: Yeah. Stafford's a, a big upgrade on, on golf in my opinion. Um, okay. Uh, Baltimore Ravens favored by four going into Las Vegas. Yeah. I like the Ravens to, to crush them. I don't, that Raiders team is, is not very good. Same
1: here, but I just realized they're not doing the double Monday night.
0: That's what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like just a single Monday night game to start the season. Interesting.
1: It's not as fun.
0: No, sir. No, it's not. I I agree with you. I do kind of like the double Monday night. I hope they bring it back next year. All right. Well, that'll do it for pick um, why don't we jump right into our favorite part of the show you guys know it as fantasy camp so last year i absolutely crushed you <laughs> in fantasy camp um it wasn't this year we're gonna cha-
1: Last year was not fair. Basically, every time you pick first, Parker was healthy and played. And every time I pick first, he was hurt.
0: That's not true, but you can believe whatever you want to believe. All right. So this year, we're going to change up the rules a little bit. Um, we're going to just do four flexes and a defense. So basically, we could pick whatever skill position, four skill position players on offense and, um, and one defensive player. So since I'm the champion, I'm going to defer and allow you to pick first.
1: Oh, well, I thank you because in this case, I think going by where he goes in in actual fantasy drafts, Gaskins has to be the pick. I will take Miles.
0: So you said Miles Gaskin.
1: I did. Miles Gaskins. Did you think I did? Uh, I, I just put an S on his name. I just called him Gaskins.
0: <laughs> um, that makes it easy for me. I'm going to do Parker and Gusecki now.
1: All right. I will then finish off the starting wide receivers with Waddle and Grant.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's right, because they have Grant on the depth chart with Fuller out. So I will take Malcolm Brown, because I'm going to need a running back, and I will go with Albert Wilson. Now, technically, you don't need
1: a running back, since it's four flexes. but uh, Fair. You do want your three carries for two yards and two touchdowns.
0: I'm going to get the touchdown.
1: So... Just because, you know I'm going to take Smythe with, uh, with Shaheen out and Hunter Long still being young. I think Smythe might steal a touchdown. It's probably should go with, you know, one of the other wide receivers, but I think it'll be fun. And because we're playing a stupid rookie, take an X as my defender. Let him get a couple.
0: Fair enough. I will go with uh, Van Ginkle. Hopefully he makes one of those big plays of his to uh, to help us out.
1: All right. So I know, uh, you know, I like to, I, I don't like to follow the agenda. Just saying that Van Ginkel bringing it up, we didn't talk about some of the surprising cuts. The, uh, the McKinney um, not making the team, I thought was pretty shocking. You got any thoughts on that?
0: I was surprised, especially because they redid his contract and he saved them so much money. Um, you know, I thought they would, and plus they, you know, they they traded Shaq Lawson for him, which really just turns out to be a salary dump at this point. Um, my thoughts are uh they like Roberts better. And Roberts and Roberts was Roberts probably got back to full strength faster than uh than they were anticipating. Yeah. Um, it sounded from all accounts like McKinney was having a fantastic camp though, and he wasn't costing them that much money. He just must have been a liability on, uh, you know, pass coverage and he doesn't play special teams. So,
1: yeah, I, I from like, the, especially the first, yeah, all the talk was he was having a great camp and I was excited for him. So it was, it was a little surprising, but that linebacker room is, is, is pretty, uh is pretty stacked. So
0: I think the, the, the preseason game that Equivon had might've made it a <laughs> little bit easier as well. But I mean, you're, you're going into your middle linebackers are going to be Roberts and and Baker. You don't really have that, you know, I mean, Roberts is a, is a good run stuffer, but he's not a, like a a thumper like McKinney is. So we'll see, we'll see how it turns out.
1: We shall see. And I I was actually, when actually, when they cut him, I thought, uh, I thought, uh, Griffin might have have a chance of making the team, but he's on the practice squad. So he's
0: on the practice squad. I'm glad he. I'm glad he was able to to, to stick on there, and uh, hopefully we'll see him up at some point during the season. They did get uh, another name that they added to the practice squad, which I thought was interesting. Was uh, Jabal Sheard, uh, former um, All-Pro pass rusher. Um, so he might, uh, and he was. I believe he was on the Patriots when um, uh, Flores was there. Yeah. So. So he probably knows the defense. He might come up at some point and uh, hopefully makes plays for us.
1: And what about Isaiah Ford? You know, he's on the practice squad. I saw they got, they brought him
0: back. (laughs) He lives. Run it back with Ford. I like it. All right. Um, So when we come back from the, we're going to take another break. And then when we come back, we're going to do some of our uh, patented nonsense talk. So please stay tuned. And we're back. So, you know, it's nonsense time. Has uh, has there been anything uh, that you've seen or read recently that uh, that you're really into? Uh,
1: football podcast, football websites, uh, fantasy drafts. Um, that's it. I haven't. Oh, you know, I, I take that back. I have restarted rewatching Flight of the Concords.
0: Oh, nice. I started rewatching. Actually, I started watching. Um, I, I stopped watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia at some point. So I picked up, like, oh. I think, in like season 10. That's been pretty great.
1: Yeah, that never that never fell off. That show is really good. Um, but Flight of the Concords, there was a lot of one, there's a lot of things I didn't remember from it. And what's hysterical now, there were so many guest stars well, they're not guest stars, so many, like, people that were just on for one episode who went on to become famous that were, like, I had no idea who they were at the time. So it was just kind of funny to see, like, some of the people who were on there that then became, you know, were just starting out or something. It, uh Every episode, I'm like, oh, I know that guy. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I do remember that about that show. And you still see them, too, like, you know, some of, like, the... um Kind of like the not big characters that just show up from time to time on, on other shows, which I think is is really funny. No, but some, have you seen?
1: But it's like that uh, Eliza Cutbirth or whatever her I forget her. I don't actually know how to say her name, but she's like in a ton of shows. Um, Will Forte was on it. Dimitri yeah. Dimitri Martin is on it. Yep. Like there was like a lot. Of, there's people who like are who you know their names now, but then I didn't know who the hell they were.
0: This is true um have you seen uh did you see shang chi yet i have not i'm i'm going to see it i just haven't i'm I'm excited for it i just haven't uh, i haven't had the opportunity to go it's been a busy week for me but i'm going to try and go only heard Um,
1: really good things about it so uh i want to get to the theater for it
0: i'm sure it's great just like all of the marvel properties have been of late so i'm sure it should be a good time I, um, I think I remember last year, uh, we were talking about the, uh, the Dune movie coming out and I know it's, it's actually <laughs> getting close to, uh, to releasing. I've read some of the reviews already. Um, and I, I had bought the book, I think one of the times that we talked, but I actually had I started reading it, but I kind of like put it back down, but I'm like 150 pages into it now. It's, it's a, it's an excellent book. It's, it's a very, very good book.
1: It's just still the first book. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I read all, yeah. I, I read the six of them. <laughs>
0: I figured that you had. I just, uh, you know, it was, I, I've, I really like it. It was
1: actually at the beginning of quarantine. I'm like, I need an epic. And I just I've, I just mowed through the six books. There are other books that like his son and somebody else finished, but I didn't I heard not good things about them. Um, so I was fine just ending this series where it ended after the six books nice there's actually another one another quarantine book i read all 14 books of the wheel of time series um and that is that the trailer for that has dropped and actually i didn't think the trailer looked great um but it it was more of a teaser trailer than a trailer trailer but that's another um i think amazon's doing it and it's uh it's kind of like a it's there like oh game of thrones right because it's But it's it's not as dark. It's more fantasy. It's more closer to Lord of the Rings than uh, than Game of Thrones. right? It doesn't have all that politics kind of stuff, you know, that which made Game of Thrones great. It's just more of a bunch of kids off on a quest fighting monsters and using magic.
0: But what's it called again?
1: Wheel of Time.
0: Wheel of Time. That sounds interesting. I might have to check that one out um and then i was watching uh the other two on hbo max it's like a it was i think it was a comedy central show but now it's a hbo max exclusive um mm. it's got uh it's another molly shannon uh show oh. that she's uh yeah yeah i want to see that it's pretty good it's been funny um it's you, the, honestly watching that show is what got me to start watching uh it's always sunny in philadelphia again because the uh the female lead is almost exactly the same as, as the, so like they, they look and like her mannerisms are very similar. Like, and the characters are, they're similar types of characters. So, I mean, obviously not as outrageous as, as, as Deandra Reynolds, because who is right, but close, like it's a, yeah, maybe check it out just for that singular purpose, and then I, I guarantee you, like, that's you'll 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 see the uh, the resemblance there. It's, it's pretty uncanny, actually.
1: I actually now you just reminded me. I actually started watching another uh, new series on Hulu, um, Only Murders in the Building. It's the Steve Martin, Martin Short, and uh, Selena Gomez. They they're like they're basically these people that like love the true crime podcasts and then there's a murder in the building and they're like trying to solve it while trying to do a podcast and uh it's pretty good so far I think it's only gonna be I think it's like a short run like you know like a limited series like five six episodes or something but the they haven't dropped all of them yet so um, I think I'm just gonna wait till they're all done so I could binge them up
0: interesting Sounds good. Yeah, and then I, I don't. Is there anything else that's uh, that you're excited for? I mean, honestly, I'm really looking forward to the to the Dune movie actually coming out, so we can watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna have um, to. I'm
1: gonna have to pony up for uh, for Apple. I had the the free Apple TV for you know when I got an iPad or something. And no, then, Dune's on HBO Max. Well, I'm telling you about the new stuff that's coming. So so I. Oh, so I when, see what you're saying. Yeah. Ah. So once so. The they're doing the foundations, the Isaac, uh, Isaac Imanoff foundations is going to be on, on Apple Plus.
0: Oh, wow, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good programming on the Apple. Like, they John Stewart's got a
1: show, uh, I think he's got a show starting up in the fall <laughs> on Apple Plus as well. And then I guess I could watch the second season of Ted Lasso, you know, when I end up paying for it. Probably just pay for it for I'll wait for all that stuff to come out and then watch it all in a month or two so I can then cancel it.
0: That sounds about right. Although I saw that the Hulu, the price of Hulu uh, premium is is going up to $13 a month. Yeah.
1: Come on.
0: I know, man. Ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous. (laughs) I get it. Everybody wants to get on it, but you can't, but now like, come on guys, you're going to make us all pirate stuff again. Like I, I was fine paying you if, if it was just a few streaming services, but now if, oh you oh nbc you have to do paramount cbs you have to do cbs plus and even even when i go now use like amc or just those other channels it's like oh if you want ad free or if you want to watch this episode you have to pay and i'm like oh you guys all suck
0: ridiculous
1: i agree just so just out-
0: ridiculous outrageous all right, my man. Well, what are you doing for – where are you watching the game on Sunday? Are you going to watch it at home, or are you going go, uh, to go out to Three Birds and try and no, hang gonna out w- with some No, I'm going to watch Dolphin it fans? at home.
1: I got a Sunday night gig, so it's perfect. I need to leave the house right around 4.30, 4.15, so I will sit, I will watch the game at home, and then head out to work.
0: Nice. Sounds good. All right, well – I hope you have a great gig, but more importantly, I really hope the Dolphins win on Sunday. Looking forward to watching it Um, with a bunch of Dolphins fans down uh, in Miami. So, Football is back, baby. Go Dolphins. Let's go Dolphins!